Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Beautiful people. How is everyone on today? 
I am so thankful to be a part of Fly Conversations with your girl, Say yes. Don, in the building. Yes. <laughs> I am so, so excited to be here. How is you doing, girl? How you doing? How you doing? Girl, listen, first of all, I'm fabulous. How are you? Praise them. I am super. I am super duper. <laughs> listen, it's been a long time I'm, coming on I'm this. having an amazing Awesome. We were supposed to have done this already, like, a while ago. We should have done this already. Yes. We were trying to get it together yes. last week, and, and I don't know what was going on with, with, with blog talk last week. I don't know, but it wouldn't let me on. So that just tells me that this conversation is one that, that that's meant to happen, and at this particular date, yes. at this particular time, because somebody, two, they yes. couldn't hear it last week, but they can hear it this week. <laughs> so they're going to need to hear this. Come, come on, man. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's just the way I have to look you at know. it. You know, the enemy so, ain't want ain't want us to be great. He, he ain't want us to be great. Of course not. Of course not. But I think I think what happens, you forget that uh, we're born great. So it is. Come, it come is. on. I'm All just right, saying. Now you preaching. Just, you preaching. You preaching. I'm just saying. You preaching. And you. You see how I threw a speaker all on your on your title, right? I'm gonna edit that. Let me yeah. go ahead and let you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I receive okay, it. Just, I receive it. I receive it. Listen, <laughs> just as long as you you know, because I mean, you might as well just go and accept that one. Because of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't no prophet. I'm just saying. I know. Okay. Yeah, it is. I ain't right gonna here. run away from it. I ain't gonna run away hey. from it no more. You know, I've tried. The Lord said, "No." Nah. Hmm. Well, uh, here's my thing. What's the point in running? Like, where are you running to? No, you're going to get to that goal a little quick, that, that, that situation you're running from before you know it, because you're just going to run right into a circle, smack dab into it. Yeah. So, he, not yeah. Gonna, he said, I'm not opening no more doors until you accept what I'm walking you through. <laughs> mm. so, come on. Well, and there it is. There it, it is. is. So, <laughs> so now let's go ahead home and get this, get this, whole, this party started right. So, author, becoming yes. a warrior, becoming yes. a warrior. Let me tell y'all, before I let her tell y'all what this book is about, the the cover in itself is something. Yeah. something. Listen, I, I want y'all, if you have not gotten this book, I'm going to um, give you all that information so you can go out and get a book and follow on YouTube. We'll provide all that information at the end of the show. But I need y'all to see that cover because I don't think I've ever seen a cover or back cover or anything of the sort <laughs> where anyone was carrying their own head in their hand. That, that, yeah. that is something. So let's start right there. What was your vision when you came up with that cover? Where, you know, where did that come it, from? It's really it's really interesting because when I thought when I when God first gave me becoming a warrior, I had no idea what the cover was gonna look like, what the inside was gonna look like. I, I just really did not know. And one day I went sit to go sit down with a friend of mine. We went to Waffle House. I remember it like it was yesterday. We went mm-hmm. sat at Waffle House and I'm telling her about this vision for this book, and she was like, oh, my God. I said, I I knew it was going to be gruesome. I said, I wanted it to be gruesome and something different that I haven't seen, especially from a 
a Christian or spiritual or inspirational perspective. So mm-hmm. she instantly got this vision. She's like, what if you're like holding your head or chopping your head off or something? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, that is perfect because, you know, for so long I've, my life, and, and of course I know we're going to get into this, so I can't give too much of it away right now, but my life, it, it's been a complete turn around from where it used to be and I don't do the same things that I used to do. I don't live the same uh-huh. way that I used to live. And I felt like to be able to symbolize that in illustration, it would really grab people's attention to be like, okay, well, what? It, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Right. Like, are you suicidal or, you know, like what's happening here? And, you know, once they really dive into it and read the back and read what it's really talking about mm-hmm. throughout the pages, they'll see that it's me dying to my flesh and being this new, profound, energetic, strong, encouraging, faithful woman of God that I never used to be before. So that's how that came about. And it was perfect. Awesome. It, it was. I, I have to say, it was absolutely perfect. I, to be honest with you, and, and y'all know I like to keep it all the way real. Made me rethink my whole cover. Like, wait a minute, I didn't go edgy enough on my cover because this is this is fire right wow. here. Wow. Yes, wow. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> the cover itself, y'all. When I tell you, the cover itself speaks volume because yeah. I can see that killing. Because we all we we we. We tend to think that, and this is just my opinion, sometimes we, I think we think that death, and maybe not so much physical death, but dying to certain things and certain people is like the end of the world. And yeah. I think what we often forget is that with death, there's also birth. And right. it's, a, it's a blessing to be reborn. It's, a, it, it's, it's my God. necessary. It is necessary to be reborn. Yes. As a matter of fact, probably you're gonna to have to be re- reborn a couple of times. You'll never stop that Come cycle. So, you know, so I, like I said, it spoke volumes to me. Like, all right, this is the head of the old Denisha. That's that's the head head yeah. of the old one. And this one here yeah, is totally different. It, yeah, y'all have to go on all night just talking about the cover itself. But I digress. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> so. <laughs> Listen, you, you ain't, they, listen. The audience that's been listening, they know I'm, I'm not quite right. Sometimes I just I say whatever. This is why it's black conversation. We go we go whichever way right. we want to go and say what we want to say. Exactly. And it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. It is. So hmm. now, now tell the people what is in the pages. That hmm. let let me start here. Tell the people what the book is about. And then I want you to tell them in the pages what was the most profound piece that you had to put together. Like what was the, the one story that might have taken you the longest to pour out onto those pages? My goodness. That, that's, that's meaty right there. That's meaty right uh-huh. there. So Becoming a Warrior is is in the title itself, how I – became a warrior in Christ. I mm-hmm. literally when when most people do a autobiography or someone has done a biography about someone, you know, they don't give their life in its entirety, which, you know, it's it's virtually impossible really. 
But right. I knew that I wanted to start from a young, young age and then work up to where I currently was, which was 22 years old. So I asked God to give me give me a, a playbook to how I could write from birth to 22 years old without it being an encyclopedia, <laughs> but still gotcha. getting all of the meat that needed to be in there, in there. And he that's what he did. He had me start from birth because my, my life has always been challenging. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I had it the hardest, and I'm mm-hmm. not saying that I had it the easiest. I know we've all had our battles. However, you know, my struggle is my struggle, and I know that there's someone out there going through a similar or same struggle, and my right. testimony will help them. So it literally talks about how from birth I felt neglected and not by my not by my parents per se. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom and dad always tried to make sure that we had what we needed, not always what we wanted because some, we just couldn't afford it. You know, we weren't right. born with silver spoons in our mouth. So, you know, childhood was hard. I got bullied so much in school and so why, I don't know. You know, I didn't have the latest fashions. You know, my hair wasn't always the best. And, you know, to to from what kids would say, I wasn't the most attractive. But not everybody is attractive to everybody, and we're kids. We, we have no business with that mindset, like, oh, you're ugly, or, you know, whatever the derogatory mark, remarks are that one wants to use. Mm-hmm. So... I've I've dealt with that from childhood, and I know there's a bunch of children dealing with that now. And Absolutely. you know, unfortunately, and it's 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 coming full circle out in the media and all over the place. And we definitely gotta pray for you know the youth these days. Um, oh, my you. dad, definitely. My mom and my dad, they they lost their first daughter um, that my mom was pregnant with before. Mm. me or my brother was born so you know it's always been like my dad had this this little uh, resentment towards me because I was a do- his daughter and his first daughter is not was not here she was not able to be here with us today so and my dad knows that I feel about how I feel about this and he knows that it's in my book at this point so you know, I've always felt that way. It was like I always was an afterthought of some sort. So it talks about right. my daddy issues. You know, it talks about how that shaped my relationship when I grew older and got in high school with with a person that, you know, I'm sure will come up as we talk about relationships um, on tonight. Mm-hmm. So it's literally peeling back the layers of bullying and abuse and my suicide that suicidal thoughts that I went through. A lot of people don't know that I tried to commit suicide twice in my life. One just so recently as 2016, and a lot of people don't know that. And this was after I was back in church. So it's literally peeling back the layers of my life and how I've managed to come through that and be the woman that I am today because no one looking at me or talking to me they always say, oh, my God, you don't look like what you've been through. And I really don't. I don't look like what I've been through, the the fighting that I used to do, the bullying that I used to do myself from being bullied, uh. you know, the, 
all right. of the the challenges that I went through with lying and stealing and cussing people out and you know just being a hoodlum and causing ruckus and throughout <laughs> other people's lives and being kicked out of school you know I don't look wow. like I've been through that because here I am no. saved and sanctified and praying for folk and <laughs> you know so it's literally like an onion I'm just peeling back mm. the layers of of my life and you know, eventually, once you get to the core of who I really am, I've always been this person. I just let difficulties and challenges shield me to become this enraged, mean, you know, just one that sows discord amongst brethren, and it's, it's crazy. Right. It's crazy. So that's what wow. becoming a warrior is about, and circling back to living for God and, you know, bringing other people out. It's quite mm-hmm. amazing. Quite amazing. Awesome. Now, awesome. and that's really now that's really interesting to, to to add to that. And that's really what it's about, though, is mm-hmm. using what you've got to help somebody else get past theirs. So that's really what it's Definitely. all about. So it is absolutely a wonderful thing. Definitely. And you know, out of all of that, it it can be so challenging to figure out which part was harder for me to write or longest for me to write, but unequivocally I can say that it it was you know the turmoil with my dad and I a lot of people don't Mm -hmm. realize that you know girls young girls even older women the way they view their father it takes a toll on the way they view their husband or someone that they're with and that's not to take away from what men and their father issues or men with their mother issues or girls with their mother issues. That's not to take away from any of those, but we can't shy away from the fact that a father's role in his daughter's life, it it holds such value. It's Mm -hmm. crazy. I mean, a woman looks at her, a girl looks at her dad as her Prince Charming, as her knight in shining armor, as her king, you know, second to yep. God, of course, if they're old enough to understand who he is in their life. But they that's who they look up to. And when that's being tampered with and messed with, it shapes how you view every relationship in your life. I mean, it's crazy. Even when, even when you, 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 accepted the fact that, okay, my dad and I, I don't know who he is or we don't have a great relationship or what have you, even when you feel like you've moved past it, it's crazy how you still attract men who are just like him. And you don't understand, okay, why can't I find the right man? And it's like when you really think about it, it's because there's discord Mm. with your father still. Now, that's not to say – like, okay, for with me, I've accepted the fact that my dad and I, we don't have the best relationship. I still love him. Right. I still honor him. As the Bible tells me to honor your father and your mother and your days will be prolonged. I still honor my dad. I call him on his birthday. I call him on Father's Day. I still let him know, you know, Dad, I love you when I'm there uh-huh. for you. And I told him, I, I, this was actually on Father's Day, I told him, I said, you know, Dad, he said, he said to me, I don't want you to feel like I don't love you. And I had to be very transparent. I said, Dad, it's not that I don't know that you don't love me. It's just you didn't know how to love me. 
And mm. that was a very transparent moment for me. Wow. We can't be mad at our dads for not knowing how to love us. Mm. We can't be mad at that, especially if they didn't feel loved in their own relationships with their parents. You know what I mean? So we have to look at that. And it takes a lot of growth and strength to look at your relationship with your dad and say, okay, I know my dad didn't have it all right, and I know that he didn't know how to do it, and maybe it's because he didn't get that growing up either. So we have to look at that. So that was the hardest part in the book that I had to write because it opened up so many wounds that I didn't know that I still had at that time. Wow. Quite crazy. Now that is, that is, that's, that's very, very, very interesting. Um, and, and it's weird, too, because on the uh, last show, we did discuss about Father's Day and, um, you know, women allowing them to have that day and how much of an effect a father has on their children. Um, and mm-hmm. then to hear you say that, you know, I mean, and, and it's so true that that, that it, it's certain things that a father, that only a father presents to a child mm-hmm. as they're growing up that that does affect their future relationships with other people and, and, and things of that nature. And, you know, whether it be good or bad, it, it, it's, it's necessary to some degree because just, you know, it's just like the mother. We, there are certain things only we can, can instill or only we can do on that end. That's going to, that's going to cause our child to be affected or affect our child's relationships as well. And, like I said, so to hear you talk about your father and, and, and to know that, you know, to some degree that it has a heavy effect on or rather had, I'm not sure if it still does mm-hmm. or not, but, you know, a heavy, uh, how much it, it weight, the weight it holds, I guess is what I'm looking for, the weight right. that it holds, mm-hmm. you know, that relationship with your father holds on relationship. So having said that, though, let me ask this, that relationship with your father, and I love the fact that you said you can't blame him for not knowing how to love because that is very deep. And and I'll say this, especially in the black community, that is a serious mm-hmm. topic that nobody really wants to address of how hard it is, even from our grandparents, our great-grandparents, how hard it was and is for them to simply even say, I love you. It's hard yeah. for them. They, they, they You know, that was something that was difficult for them to say they always want to teach survival, but they never, they never got the love. So they don't know how to pass it down. Having dealt with that. That's good. So now having you having dealt with that, how did that affect your relationships and, and how you dealt with relationships? It had a, it had a very, big impact and I'll say this because you touched on it and that was awesome growing up our household it was my mom my dad myself and my brother we never said I love you to each other and it wasn't that we didn't love each other we just never Mm -hmm. said it and right getting so I've never had a real real serious relationship up until uh, my last relationship, which I entered at 16, I was in the 10th grade. He was a year younger than he was a year younger than me, and he was in a grade lower than me. And mm-hmm. that was my first real relationship that I had been in, and it was for six long years. And you know, when you're in high school, 
you you think you know everything about dating until you get out here in the real world outside of high mm-hmm. school and you start dating people. And you know, my my ex he was my fiance. We we were engaged and okay. he didn't have a great relationship with his father either. His real dad, he did not have a great relationship with him. But his stepdad stepped up and he had an amazing relationship with him. And at first our relationship it seemed like it was good. It seemed like, you know, we were on the right track and we were like, you know, in the birth I stage, we're gonna be together forever and mm-hmm. we just thought it was amazing and wonderful and being around his family, I was around his family more than I was around my family because you know, I didn't, my family, and we argued all the time, and it was right. peaceful being around his family, and, you know, I noticed that they said, I love you to each other all the time, and mm-hmm. I was like, man, that's really good, so I started saying, I love you to my family more, and that's how we started to to start to say, I love you in our household, but what's interesting is the church that I currently attend, shout out to Heritage Christian Center, whoop, whoop, he brought me to that church, right? And mm-hmm. <laughs> he brought me to that church. And I I started to get close to God, and, and, you know, I started to hear God's voice. He started bringing me to that church a year after we dated. And what's interesting is God told me that he wasn't meant to be my husband. Mm. And I've always now, though I was young, I've always had the perspective of I'm never going to date just to date. I always date with the possibility of one day marrying this person. I had that mindset even in high school at 16 years old. I've always had that mindset because I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste my time. I don't want you wasting your time. And I don't want to be running through different people, you know, throughout my life or whatever. So, and I've always had trust issues, you know, with, with the life that I've had. So, you know, in us dating, God always knew I dated to marry one day and he told me that that wasn't my husband and mm. I I broke up with him and three mm-hmm. days later went right back and you know that that's that's the thing about not I went back not listening to the Lord after right. I done did what he told me I was gonna do and I went back and it really okay. shifted our relationship and Throughout the problems that we had, I didn't have my dad to turn to. Like some stuff when you're going through with with your significant other, whether it's your boyfriend, your husband, you need or you desire another man to talk to. Not not you know that that in that manner. You know, I I wouldn't advise anybody who's married or talking to mm-hmm. someone to go to another dude in that manner to try to get relationship counsel, but like a dad or a brother or uncle, you know, I needed my dad, like, dad, what, what is a guy's perspective? What am I doing wrong? What should I have said? What can I do? I didn't have that. I didn't have my dad for that. So Mm. because I didn't have my dad for that, I didn't have anyone to turn to and I kind of just handled it on my own. I had my friends, but what are your what are your friends gonna do? They're gonna tell you to leave or you don't have to deal with that if you don't have the right friends anyways. They're gonna tell you to leave and you know, girl, you don't gotta put up with that and he this, he that, you know, so many right. negative seeds in your relationship. So because I didn't have a good relationship with my dad, I didn't know what a toxic relationship looked like. Not knowing mm. that you're low key manipulating me 
into having sex and to doing different things and trying to make me feel bad for not wanting to sleep with you. I don't realize that this is this is toxic for me. Right. But my dad, right. if I go to my dad and tell him that, he's gonna be like, "What? He don't need to. He don't. He don't need to want your body right now. He's not your husband. Why? Why is he trying to take it there with you? Y'all too young for right. What if you get pregnant? What if you get a disease? Da 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 da. You know." I don't have my dad for that. Hmm. I never had the birds and the bees talk, ever. Ever. Wow. With my mom or my dad. Never had that talk. Didn't even know oh. what that was. <laughs> so hmm. it, 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 really, it really shaped that I just need to handle it how I'm going to handle it in my relationship. So then when it got to, okay, you're being verbally abusive to me you're telling me i've now i've never been the the girly girl type i am now but i wasn't then i used to dress very boyish athletic and you Uh know one year i decided i wanted to dress up and be bougie right (laughs) and you're telling me because i'm dressing up like a girl you're telling me oh well dudes are looking at you thinking you're a hoe how what how yeah it was you ruined my birthday by telling me that because I wanted to put a dress on, it wasn't even a revealing dress, mind you, that because guys are looking at me, because I look pretty, you're telling me, oh, they're only looking at you because you look like a hoe. What? Wow. That, that's deceptive, and that's not nice for you to say to a person. Wow. Especially someone that you're dating. Wow. So, you know, I don't, I don't, but I don't know how a man is supposed to treat a woman and what to look for because my dad wasn't there to show me how a man should treat a woman. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it really just, it really just hindered, it hindered me having an open eye to seeing that this relationship is not good for me. And even when you got physically abusive, now let me just say, Abuse can come in multiple different facets. It could be emotional. Okay, now, it can be verbal, mental, mm-hmm. and Break physical. It, it doesn't have to. They don't have to punch you in the face for you to know that you're being abused. He's calling you fat. He's calling you names. He's talking down to you, and he's emotionally he's cheating on you, putting you through emotional abuse and stress. Like all of that is forms of abuse, and if it's happening. You need uh-huh. to go. You do not need to stay in that toxic nonsense. So a lot of the abuse that I went through was emotional, mental, and verbal. He put his hands mm. on me twice now. Wow. And it wasn't okay wow. either time. The first time he did it, we were having an argument, and you headbutted me. And oh, my God. I let it slide. Yeah, I, he also stinkled me, girl. And, and you know, wait I a minute, can... time out. Really did? <laughs> I did. Oh, I, I said Ocho it, girl. Cinco. I said got, it. it. <laughs> he, he Ocho Cinco, me girl. And you know, though it's wow. not a funny situation, I have to make light of it in order to keep myself from the enemy. In order to keep the enemy from trying to use that against me now. Right. Absolutely. Because he tries to use it against me. 
And he's like, you know, no man is going to want you. And you saw how that one put his hands on you. And he tries to use it against me. And it's like, you're not going to use this against me. Like, I know I'm well worthy of having a good man in my life. So you can take that somewhere else, okay? And I let it slide. Like, I, I still say like a big dummy. And I always said, if a man ever puts his hand on me, I'm out the door. I always said that. And then when it happened to me, it's like, man, I see I see what other girls go through. I see why it's hard for them to leave. You know, mm. I love this man or this boy. He's a boy. I love this boy. I, I've spent so much of my life with him. I don't want to be without him. You know, I'm just going to let it go. He didn't mean it. No, he meant it. Mm. He meant it. Oh, yeah. He's full-blown oh, meant yeah. it. And he's going to do it again. And one night. I went over to his house. It was actually a morning, but it was early morning because I was going out of town. Went over to his his place of residence and found him in bed with another girl. And wow, you 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 protected her. You protected her. Now let me just say this to all the women who's listening. Your the the your man is who owes you loyalty, trust and honesty, not the other woman. Whether she Come knew on. about you or didn't know about you, he opened that door for her to disrespect you. But she doesn't owe you respect. She doesn't owe you respect at the end of the day. So my perspective was, okay, I don't need to take this up with her. I need to take it up with you because I put my trust in you. I am in a relationship with you. Why are you Absolutely. violating? So I told her to leave. I'm like, you need mm-hmm. to leave. And she right. laughed in my face. She laughed in my face, girl. She laughed at me. Wow. I started to see black. And at this point, okay, now I do want to put my hands on you. I want to put my hands right. on you. And I'm about to put my hands on you. But before I could get to you to put my hands on you, you grabbed me and throw me into a wall. Oh. I'm like, what? Yeah. You grabbed me. You threw me into a wall. And you told her to leave, like, you're like, get out, get out, you're calling her name, I don't remember what her name was, but it's irrelevant, and you're like, get out, right. get out, leave, leave, and she gets up and leaves. Now, let me say this, too, any woman who will sit and watch a man put his hands on another on, woman, please say that. Please it says say a it. lot about her, too, because oh, yes. if me being a woman, if you're about to fight me, regardless of what we've done, if I see him put his hands on you, okay, wait a minute. Now I understand that this is a messy situation right now, and I understand uh-huh. that she wants to put her hands on me. But you're not going to put your hands on her. You don't do that right. at all. Right. That's my perspective. Absolutely, That's, because if, she, if I'm going to sit and watch him put his hands on you, I can only expect that he'll do the same thing to me. Exactly. And he needs to know one way or the other it's not exactly. cool. Exactly. And you left and and we fought, you threw you're throwing me in closets, you're breaking doors, you're you're choking me out, you got me on the floor literally pinned on the floor. Now I've fought dudes before in my past life. I have fought dudes before. You know, I do not condone it, but it was what it was. And right. you know, we we going at it, you got me pinned on the floor. And you're choking me out. I remember it like it was yesterday. You're choking me out. And I'm like, get off of me. Get off of me. I said, let me go. 
and you said, yeah, I'm going to let you go all right while continuing continuing to choke me. I full-blown believe, for one, you fought, her, fought me for her, and for two, you were trying to take my life that night. Nothing can convince me otherwise. Wow. And I finally got up. I got out, fought back. It was a struggle, but I got out, and I got in my car, and he jumped the fence and jumped through my window trying to oh get in my, my car. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was crazy. I'm driving off. He finally lets go. And, you know, me being me, my first instinct wasn't to call the police. It was to call my mom. And my mom knew where he stayed. So I called my mom. My mom called my dad. My dad called my brother. And next thing I know, everybody pulled up at the house. And then, you know, it's an all-out brawl between him, my dad, and my brother, and it, it went totally far. Yeah, it went totally left. And then, of course, we called the police, and the police showed up, and, you know, that was that. But it should have never gotten there. Should have never gotten there. Wow. I'm not saying it was right. I'm not saying that I'm okay that it happened. I wish that after I saw him with her that I would have just turned around and walked away. But Wow. Though my dad was there for me then, if my dad would have, if I would have had a relationship with my dad and he was there for me throughout all of this, it probably would have never even got here. You know what mm. I mean? So, and and looking back wow. at it, you know, though though my dad has never put his hands on my mom, mm-hmm. they still both have characteristics of each other. You know, hmm. I see. I see they still have that strength. Like, they both lie. And my dad knows I right. feel this way. It ain't like I'm saying a secret. It's all in my right. book. My dad and him, they both lie. They both cheat. They both do whatever they got to do, you know, to, to make it where their woman stays, but you're manipulative, you know, that both mm. of them. And my dad has this way of, of he always says, uh, I think it's Newton's law, you know, um, every action has a reaction. Right. <laughs> he uses it in every excuse. And I'd be like, you know, yeah, every action has a reaction. But with my dad, he says that, but then when you give a reaction to his actions, he thinks that you're wrong. That's manipulation. Hmm. And yes, he did the same thing, you know? And and my ex-fiance did the exact same thing. So you both have a wow. strand of of DNA that you share and since then you know we've been separated for three years I, I broke off the engagement after that night we were only engaged for a week when this took place by the way crazy and how old were you I was I was 21 mm. I was 21 at this time and it was it was absolutely the worst it was the worst feeling ever I felt worthless I felt like I just needed to be under a rock and just Mm. die like I it it brought back so many memories of my my self-worth and how I just didn't feel like I was worthy of living and I didn't feel appreciated I felt like I would be better off 
not on this earth and that I should just do everyone a favor and just just be gone. Mm. It sparked a bunch of suicidal thoughts. It sparked me just me not going to church consistently. I wanted to literally hide my face. Like I still have scars from I have a he so he broke a blood vessel in my eye and I still have the scar on my wow. eye. Like you can see it if you look at me, you can see it on my eye. And you know, people don't say anything about it. Like no one knows what it is, but when you hear my story and then you look at my eye and you see it, they're like, Oh, oh, okay. Like it's there, there. Like it's it's there. Yeah, because <laughs> so, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Initially, before reading, um, I just thought I was like, oh, okay, she was in somebody gang gang. <laughs> okay, that was my thought. <laughs> Listen, That's I know I'm not rap tight, but that, <laughs> but that was just my okay. That's she was somebody gang gang, baby. Okay, I see you. That was just my thought. That's hilarious. You know, I was, I was not, now I was, you know, rolling with the gangbangers, you know. But what's, okay, so what's interesting is the scar that you see on my face on the cover of the book, that's mm-hmm. not a real scar. I create, okay. that's a fake scar to show my battle wounds. But I don't think, the way that I'm facing, I don't think you could see the actual scar scar on my eye because I'm facing a certain way. But trust me, girl, if you focus on my eyes when you see me, you're going to be like, oh, I, oh, I see it. Oh, I see it, girl. I, oh, okay. <laughs> like, but, you know, I constantly, even now when I'm dealing with guys, if I see an ounce of that strand, I immediately push myself away. Like, oh, no, there's not the man for me. Nope. Uh-uh. Steering clear. If they drink, look, no tea, no shade to anybody who does what they do out here in these streets. But if you drink, I can't be with you because he drank, he drank and he was drunk mm. a lot of the time. The two times that he put his hands on me, he had liquor in his system. And so even if you know how to handle your liquor, I don't know if one day you're going to have a night where you just feel like drinking a little heavier than the normal. So if right. you drink, we can't talk. If you lie about mm. little stuff, we can't talk. Because if you lie about little stuff, you lie about big stuff. You lie about everything. So, listen, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's ridiculous. But I feel like if I would have had a good relationship with my dad, I would have seen all of these signs in the beginning and would have been able to steer clear. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That is, <laughs> that's just Wow. And it's it's so weird that, you know, one thing my mother always told me when you're dealing with somebody, check their background, talk to their family, see what you pay attention to those things because those things are not just, oh, well, their family a little crazy, but they're not crazy. Really? Did you think so? <laughs> pay attention to that. And, and, and even, even in just that looking at, and I love how you even make the correlation of, some of the toxic behaviors you saw in your father, you saw those same mm-hmm. toxic behaviors in this man. Um, and at yeah. 21 is such a young age too to be to be engaged to to this kind of, of behavior to this you know this kind of of, of and and I'm not, I don't want to make it sound like he's a bad person, um, mm-hmm. but because you know people 
I don't know, you know, and I don't want anybody, you know, all the bad people, but to be engaged to that kind of person that clearly felt and and believed within themselves that 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 was okay, you know, that that was life. Oh no, this is just and and for them, who knows what their background looks like, it might have felt like this is normal to do this. Oh, I've right. seen, you know, my father choke my mama out, or I've seen my mother's boyfriends choke her out. This is just normal. This is what a man is supposed to do. It's, exactly, it's and it, it, it's a generational thing. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it certainly is. Def, it's, it's, it's actually kind of, honestly, especially in 2009, when you think about, I mean, excuse me, 2019, I'm going way back, honey. But when you think about so it, right now. <laughs> okay, okay. When you think about it, like right now, um, it's scary. It really is. It's scary for so many reasons, which is why I, I, I mean, I personally believe that a lot of these young women need to get your book in their hands. They need to have yes, this book because, honey, it's not right. It's not normal. To 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 have to to be in this kind of environment, and at the same time, somebody needs to be able to tell them because for a fact we know the people around you are not going to tell you. Well, honey, you see all mm-hmm. of these behaviors and attributes in your dad. Pay attention because nine times out of the ten, you're going to attract somebody at least once in your life that's going to be just that same person that you that that, that raised you, that same one that you have the issue with. Yep. Somebody needs that's to be true. able to say those things to them. You know. And your book absolutely yeah. says that. Hey, pay attention. Open your eyes. You know, they always say, oh, girls, say, I want a man like my father. And even if we don't say it, somewhere along the line, we come across one that's just like our father. You Listen, now you talking, and something that you definitely pointed out when you said that, you know, someone needs to be able to say, look, these are the signs. You know, we as women, we also have to be open to getting that, especially from our girlfriends. Like some of us have mm-hmm. some really good friends out here who are willing to say, yo, sis, do you see what's happening? Do you see what's going on? But then we as women, we're like, oh, well, don't be telling me about my man. And, you know, it's like, okay, well, I ain't trying to tell you about your man, but I'm genuinely concerned about you, and I really don't want you to get hurt. And it's like, yeah, but you don't know him like I know you. So we as women, we also have to be willing to open our hearts and open our minds that sometimes our our girlfriends aren't trying to get at our man. They're not trying to, right. you know, uh, um, throw themselves at them or, you know, get you to break up with him so that they can be with him. No, we really genuinely, I care about your health. I care about your well-being. And I want you to mm-hmm. know that these are some things that maybe you should just be more in tune with. I'm not saying that he's a bad guy. I'm not saying that you're not meant to be, be with him. But what I am saying is you really need to evaluate your relationship that the signs that he's doing and the things that he's doing are not healthy. So it's 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 a really complicated situation because we as women, you know, we we want women to tell us, you know, if our man is doing wrong, but then again, we don't want it. And it's like, sure. okay, well, women, what do you want? You know, so mm. we as mm. women really have to have an open mind as well. And it's it's crazy because I often find myself sometimes dealing with women in a conundrum like, well, sis, like you said. Do you see what's going on right here? Like, I really want to submit A, B, and C to you, but then it's like, okay, 
mm, uh-huh. I know you don't want to receive this and you you think that I'm yeah. trying to throw shade at your relationship and it's not even that. So we as women yep. have to just figure out what it is that we want and stop being so close-minded that, uh-huh. you know, Absolutely. <laughs> women Absolutely. trying to check yeah. us, you know. Absolutely. But and even in that, I think we need, in that sense, we need to pretty much understand what real friendship is. A real Come friend on. is not the one that's going to pacify you and make everything you do sound and look good. That real friend is going to upset yeah. you. They're going to check you. They're going to help keep you accountable and keep you focused on what needs to happen. Um, case in point, I had a conversation with my um, with my sister the other day. Um, and she she called and you know she's telling me about some stuff going on with her and her guy and and I'm, as I'm listening to it, I, I just I'm listening to it. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> and she's like, wait, what? And I'm like, if you don't shut up, that man is doing this, 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 and this. And really, and this is what you want to say? Do you know how many women want a minute? If you don't shut up and stop it, when the man does something for you, say, baby, thank you. I appreciate it. And keep it going. And she later yes, came back that and, <laughs> but, and, and and now initially I I know she was taken aback like this Tesla <laughs> just told me to shut up like like I wasn't <laughs> even just sitting to her like she for real got an attitude with me but she came back later and was I like you do. know what you right you was right you was right you was right you was right and you know mm-hmm. I had to explain to her like look at you know look at the stuff that I've gone through in relationships honey come on. And all he's asking yeah. you to do is to let him help you. I get it. Yes. You know, we, we understand it. We've done it ourselves for so long. We don't know how to accept <laughs> the help. It's still foreign. But, baby, listen to me. Shut up and let the man help, okay? Yes, girl. Let <laughs> him help you, girl. Let him help you. Uh, okay. But let him help you, that, girl. <laughs> let him help you, okay? These are the things as friends, like that's real friendship, though. That's real that's real connection mm-hmm. because I don't want anybody to be passive and, and soft with me. Tell me when I'm wrong. Yeah. So if I yes. see you my homegirl and I see you in a situation with a dude that just ain't going to go right and I'm worried mm-hmm. for you, I'm going to speak on that. So that's the disclaimer for anybody that say they my girl, listen, and I expect the same back. If I see something and that's coming your way or something, whether it's a relationship, business, whatever, and it don't feel right in my spirit for you, listen, home girl, hold on, hold on, let's go talk. You're probably not going to like right. me for the next two days after this, but it'll be all right because at the end you know it's coming from a good place. It's not about wanting your man. It's yeah. about, you know, I've been there, done that. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've, I, in, in your case you can say I've been there, done that, and wrote a book about it. Read yes, this chapter this page right here. I promise you, I'm telling you this, what I'm saying to you is only because I love you and I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to have to deal with what I wrote in that, that, that part of the book right there. Right. So, yeah, because evaluate it your may friends. not be the same outcome. Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. And experience That's doesn't good. have to be the best teacher. It could be the next Come teacher. Come on. Just listen to somebody else because if they went through it, they can tell you, honey, listen, pay attention to these signs. You know, at the mm-hmm. first time of, of of this, you know, if he try to ocho cinco you, which I'm, listen, that's not a, that is not a phrase from fly conversations. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> but if he tries to it do that, not. baby, please walk away. 
please walk away because yeah. it doesn't get better from there. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't he just got really upset. No, no excuse. Walk away. You know, and honestly, yeah, I'm to thinking to myself. Excuses. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, a couple of young ladies I know that I work with that I probably, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into to see. I don't want anybody to feel offended, but I want to gift them the book because, you know, they're young and they think the world oh, is just, you know, whatever, and, and they're all doing crazy things. And it, Baby, listen, slow down. Slow down because I promise you that this guy right here, you know, matter of fact, it's, it's one particular that this story just now, it's, it's almost a mirror to it, almost yeah. a mirror. Now, he was beating her up, taking her money, all other kinds of stuff, and you claim you broke up with that dude, but now you're engaged to him. And it's yep. like, Lord, why? Yep. Why? Like, you know, and the more I talk to you, the worse you seem to get, the closer you see. And it's like, I'm just trying to help. You told me about it, asked my opinion, but you don't really want it. So yeah. I would love, you know, to, got to, to give this to That That would be absolutely amazing. I believe all women should read it because, it, it, I mean, it speaks volumes on, on a bunch of different transitions in life. When my mom read my book, she she was like, she came in my room and she just looked at me and I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, why didn't you tell me you ever tried to commit suicide? And at that, you did mm. try twice. So my mom, for her to read that, it 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 hurt her because it was like, you didn't feel comfortable enough to tell me how you felt and to tell me what was going on. One of the instances when I tried to commit suicide, I was actually at an old friend of mine, mine's house. And when she read it, mm. she called me and she was like, oh, my God. She was crying. And she was like, oh, my God, I didn't even know that you were doing that. I feel like such a terrible friend. And I was like, no, don't feel like that. It wasn't your fault. It it had nothing to do with you at the end of the day. Yes, I shouldn't have did it the way that I did it. And, yes, I should have confided in someone. But when you're going through a serious state of depression, confiding in others isn't always easy. And it's not right. always, when, especially when people are telling you, oh, you'll get over it. You're too young to deal with this. I've had so many old people or older people tell me I'm too young to have went through anything when they look at me, not knowing that, okay, I didn't know, first of all, that you had an age when problems start, first of all, but two, how can you discredit and discount what I've been through if you've never walked in my shoes? So Uh, we have to be uh, open to receive from our friends. And they come to us, yes, girl, I know you may go back to him, girl. I, I understand, but I'm telling you right now, I want you to be able to talk to me when things are going on. Yes, there's a line between getting frustrated when you don't want to listen and, you know, making sure that you're still open ear because they could be manipulating them to where, you know, what anybody else is saying, that's one sign of abuse as well. If you're not listening to anyone else around you but your man, Mm. you know, okay, Mm. there's a problem because he is clouding everything around you. He's making you think we don't love you and that we're jealous and that we don't have your best interests at heart. And that's not true. He is manipulating you. And I need for you to see it. So even when, even when your friend does come to you with issues, it's like, okay, Lord, give me the heart, give me the mind to be able to receive what she's saying. Give me the words and the wisdom to be able to articulate the right words back to her to where I don't push her away 
but to where she still knows that there's an open door there for her to be able to come to me because one day she's going to need me. She's going to really, really need me. And I don't want to have to say, I told you so. I don't need, I told you so. I hate when people say that. It's the last thing. It's not even something that needs to be in your vocabulary when it comes to things like this because it's like, okay, I I don't need you to slap me in the face right now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I agree And I mean, for the fellas that's listening, you know, they get abused too. So, yes, they you know, do. let's now not, please say that. let's not, you know, let's not discount what they're going through either. If a man is saying he don't feel safe, we got to take that to heart. Like, okay, he don't feel safe because some of us women is crazy. That, God knows that's the truth. God knows, <laughs> listen, I've seen, I've seen it firsthand, like, Lord, like, what is wrong? And and then I get mad at him, like, why you ain't call the po-po on her? But right, that's like, then I don't believe me. Right. No, no. Or, no. Or, or, well, no, I don't want, I just want her to go home. No, I want to put my hands on her is what I want. Right. But what she, what she needs to happen is she needs to have the same ramifications you would have had it been the other way. But you better preach on him. I because you know that's mm-hmm. that's a whole that's a whole another conversation we might have to come back around to men uh, abuse <laughs> on the other side. Because baby, let me tell you something. Here's here's the thing. That, see, this is what I mean by fly conversation. We can go off on any kind of tangent. I have a problem with with women always wanting to be a victim. We are not always the victim. And we need Come to on, stop. Man. Some of these women just play this game of the whole victim mentality. Every time you turn around, oh well, because I'm the victim. No, you're not. You're playing a game, and you're trying to play that this whole weaker vessel thing to make it work for you. Meanwhile, we all know yep. that you were mentally and physically abusing that man over there. Because you know on, he won't. Get you, back. you know he won't. Exactly. And no one will probably believe him. Yes. So let me let me also put this out there to to the women because I do want them to know I told both sides in in my book. Now yes, it's from my perspective. However, I didn't sugarcoat when I was wrong in situations. Did I was I very provoking sometimes? Yes. Do I have a smart? Well, did I have a smart mouth? Yes. Were there certain things that I did that I should not have done? Yes. I did not make it sound like when I when you read it, anyone who reads it, I didn't make it sound like I was completely innocent because I wasn't. I, he wasn't in a relationship right. by himself. I wasn't in a relationship by himself. And you have to, if you're going to tell the truth about something or if you're going to tell your side of the story, don't omit facts to make yourself seem like it was all on the other person because that's not fair mm-hmm. either. I definitely was open completely about things that went on in our relationship. Did I ask for permission? Absolutely not. Why? Because it's my story. I didn't use his real name, so it really don't matter. But, you know, I want people to know that if you're going to tell the truth, tell the whole truth, not just half the truth, and that truth be your truth, where you're omitting information, because that's that's manipulative, too. Bam. Yeah. So yeah. let's make sure yeah. we tell it all on every side of what's happening. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's not all be innocent because everybody's not innocent and everybody's not guilty. So absolutely. Exactly. 
So, um, and that's crazy because she's ahead. still be trying to get with me. What? He's still trying to get with me. Yeah, he, 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 girl, this was, this fly conversations came at the right time because baby been blowing me up like nobody business, okay? After three wow. years. But you know what? As women or anyone, as as a person getting abused, you can't go back to your abuser after no, absolutely. you left. Absolutely. You can't go back. My God. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and one thing about it, and I'm going to say this and we're going to move on because I'm, I'm being real petty right here. Uh-huh. A mom is always attracted to the light, baby. When they see that glow, they coming. Get somewhere and sit down because I put that glow on my face myself. You had nothing to do with that, and you're not going to come over here and dim my shine. Preach. To the princess, you let it, lady. And I'm pretty you let it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm through right there. I'm through. That's all I got to say on that. I'm I'm a digress from that because of uh, yeah, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. Everybody out of nowhere, all of a sudden, where y'all come from? Oh, because mm-hmm. y'all thought I was gonna fall and die without you, huh? That ain't gonna mm-hmm. happen over here, boo. I've risen and, gr- and got grinding, and I'm on my own on my business about what I got to do. I ain't think about you. You preaching. You preaching? But you preaching, Charles? But, but let's let's get on. Let me go on here because we still got we got a little time left. But I want to go also let the people know. Not only is she an author and a speaker, yes, uh, Miss uh, Queen Denisha also has a blog called Yes. Quote, did I pronounce it correctly? Okay. okay. So everybody calls it quote. So I just let it go. But it's actually QX TV. Oh, okay. Tell me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I can see, see why everybody says it's quote. I can see why everybody calls it that. So I just be letting it go. But then when they ask, I'll be like, nope, it's Queen of the King Television, QITV. Okay, QITV. I got it, Sam. I got it. So tell the people what 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 are all kinds of little tips because I know I've seen relationship stuff up there. Um. I'm trying to remember the very first one I saw. Um, I, I think it was about oh my God, how I did yeah, writing a book. Uh huh. Yeah. So, you know, QITV is about everything under the sun. And when I initially, when I initially uh, got the idea, because I've always loved YouTube. YouTube has always been a, been a passion of mine, but I never used to like to be in front of the camera until recently. It was going to be mostly about um, religious topics, like, you know, sitting down with someone of another religion to talk about the misconceptions that people have of each religion that it is or, you know, talking about cliches like you take one step, got to take two, or, you know, people taking uh, the, the scripture uh, love is the root of all evil when uh, money is the root of all evil, and that's not what it says. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. So really it was going to be talking all about different Christian or religion topics like that, but then I got the idea, why don't I just go all the way across the board? So, you know, mm. I'm going to be doing beauty stuff on there. I'm going to be doing how-tos on there. Awesome. Like I did a how to deal with breakups on there. Uh, I did something I think I did one about my ears yeah because I'm stretching my ears a lot of people you know are against it but I'm doing it anyway you know so I have videos okay. about that up 
I'm going to be doing, you know, a braces video because I have braces, a tattoo video because I have tattoos. I'm going to be doing all types of videos. So I definitely, you know, like I say in my videos, hit that like button, click subscribe, and smash the notification bell so you never miss a video. <laughs> yes, I said on every video, and I need everybody to, you know, just go on YouTube, on the YouTube, type in QAC TV, that's Q-O-A-K-T-V, and just hit that mm-hmm. subscribe button, and, you know, hit that notification bell. Come support your girl, because, you know, I'm going to be talking about everything on there, all of it, all of it, I love it, all of it. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. So, yes, I am subscribed. So I believe I'm subscribed. Let me go back and make sure. But I believe I'm subscribed, so I'll be definitely um, looking out for that, looking out for them, absolutely. So um, I noticed, I'm going to go ahead on and touch this. Let me touch this a little bit, that you have uh, not too long ago started a health journey. Yes. Tell me about that. Yes, let's talk about that. Yes, it's being fit is the new sexy. Yes. yes, yes, yes. You know, I love my curves. I love being voluptuous and all of that. But I just got to a point to where I got really unhealthy. And to some mm-hmm. people, they'd be like, oh, girl, you wasn't that big. And to me, it's like, yes, I was. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't have to live with it. <laughs> so I was tired exactly. of going shopping and, you know, things not being able to fit. And I was just tired of being so unhealthy and, you know, not eating right and just being sluggish when I wake up in the morning. I was like, okay, I've never been this big before. I've got to do something about it. So, you know, a friend of mine who's become like my sister, she wanted to Mm -hmm. go on the same journey as me. So we've been working out together. She had a gym membership and she had it to where a guest could come with her. So I was like, well, you know, let's start going. Like, let's, Let's do this thing. So we started going to the gym. We started with Zumba and, you know, going yeah. walking on the treadmill. And we started eating better, you know, our fruits, our veggies, drinking more water. And we, we really just been on this journey together, and we've both been losing weight. And all of the times that I've ever tried to lose weight, I've never been super successful because I never held myself accountable. I just didn't want to do it. So, you know, I had to get me an mm. accountability partner, and she needed right. the same thing. So we've been that to each other. It's like, I don't feel like going. Well, no, girl, we got to go today. You know, we're that for each Absolutely. other, and it's really been helping. So we go three times a week. We go do Zumba, or we'll just go whether we're just walking for a little bit and doing some strength training, whatever the case. We do it, mm-hmm. and we hold each other accountable. And we, we've been losing our weight, honey, and we've been looking good. So. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, I've been seeing you pulling stuff on the Facebook. I was like, okay, I see it. Okay. <laughs> so how much weight have you lost? How much weight have you lost? So the last time I stepped on the scale, it's 30 pounds even. Some of my hips and dips, but 
as long as I'm healthy and look the way I want to look, I'm happy with that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, congratulations, ma'am. Congratulations. Kudos. Keep it going. Keep it going, absolutely, because I tell you, that, it, that health journey, honestly, it is, I tell you, what I learned about it, it, it helps you to understand yourself in a whole different light because those days yeah. when you don't feel like it or you want to stop in the middle of a threat, and in your mind, for me, I had to tell myself, if you stop here, this is what you do with everything else. You'll get to the middle mm. of it, and because it's hard and because you have to push a little harder, you want to stop. So in, mentally, for me, then I say, I will never stop, and I got to kick it back in the gear and keep going, keep going, keep going, give it all I've got until, you know, like today, um, <laughs> uh, I let my brother work me out today, and let's um, <clears throat> just say right now I don't like him. Um <clears throat> But it's good. Mm. You know, we did some legs today, leg day, and I think he tried to, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know, I feel like he had some anger or something with me with all the stuff he was having me do. That's what I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and my thing, he ain't me. never going to tell you. He no, ain't never going to tell you. He ain't going to admit that. The only thing he's going to tell me he is say, it don't hurt you ain't doing nothing. Okay. Right. He's going to say, that's okay, I'm going to work you out in the gym. That's but hilarious. Listen, but you don't have to work me so to the point that when I stand up, and, and, and this is not for the churn, but when I stand up and just go on out and say it, when my right butt cheek is trembling like it's having a seizure, there's something wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying something is wrong. Yeah, it's, it's getting worked out. That's what's wrong. It don't like Honey. it. It don't like it. But once you don't worry though, it's like man, I'm glad I pushed through it. Especially oh, yeah. oh, when yeah. it's like you get that little dessert or that little bit of starch or bread or whatever, and it's like okay, I'm gonna just work this off, you know, extra hard in the gym, but I deserve this, so I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, don't feel but don't feel guilty. No, no, but no, you don't. But I, I, yeah, it it is amazing. And again, though, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. You, you too, girl. I, I, I seen that picture. I seen that picture you posted the other day. Are you looking all slender? And I was like, oh, who said I think know. she is? I don't, you know, I ain't nobody. Just, just a little me. Just a little old me over here in hmm. my corner of the world. You know, trying to be healthy. I said, she can't find her. She's hmm. just trying to live. That's all we're trying to do. We're just trying to live our best life out here. And we need to be able yes, to breathe sir, to do the work breathe. that we have to do. Yes. Yes. I'm just uh, saying. Keep up with the people. Keep up with okay. the people. Okay. <laughs> you can't be up there trying to yes. run around to different engagements and doing all this, and you can't even walk from one end to the next end because you got a breath. I'm just saying. That's just my thought. And that's what <sighs> you've been thinking. Yeah, that's, that's real. just my thought. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats to you too, girl, because you look good. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, thank you. So listen, listen, I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. You hear me? I have enjoyed, enjoyed, enjoyed this conversation. So let me tell you the people, let me tell the people how they can get this book. And like I said, I need y'all to get this book. I need y'all to get it. I need you all to not only just get it, but gift somebody that you know who's honestly y'all. And and y'all know I I try to stay away from the, the stuff that could possibly make me cry. Um, but Uh-oh. if you know somebody seriously, 
that mm-hmm. is facing a relationship that could possibly take them out or just really do some damage, y'all please talk talk to your homegirl. Talk to them. Yeah. Talk to your homeboys. Talk to them because there are men being driven crazy out here, being driven to to to, to death by by women. It's 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 happening. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. Um. And and it's 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 really important that if you're if you know them, give them the book. Even if you don't want to have that yeah. conversation with yourself, maybe get the book for them and let them know, hey, this is something you really might want to read. So if you go to go on Amazon, I believe the book is available on Amazon. Yes, it is. I'm looking at it right here. Mm-hmm. It's available on Amazon. You can type in um, either Denisha L. Wooten and it'll come up under her, or you can just type in Becoming a Warrior and um, by Denisha L. Wooten and you can find it there. You can also go to Denisha's website directly. Um, and that website address is www.wooten, which is her last name, W-O-O-T-E-N-D.org. So it's her last name, first initial, .org is her website. So you can definitely visit her there. And in visiting her website, ladies, I was surprised that she offers a plethora of services as well. Um, she does what I'm going to just guess, put it in my own terms now. I could be, you know, but um, – <laughs> I guess <laughs> ghost writing. Um, she also offers yeah. that. She does. Oh, see, okay. So I was I was thinking along those lines. See, she got it all, you know, prettified on her website. But I'm like, child, let me just cut to the chase. For the people that don't know what content creators are and 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 all of that, and help you write ghost writers. Okay, people, if you need a good ghost writer, definitely look her up. Um, I I know. No, I know you were also helping um with. People starting and doing five hundred one C three stuff, all that kind of stuff as well. So she does a lot of content. She does, um, like I said, speaker, consultant, writer, author, blogger. Check her out. Go to her website again. That's Wu Ten D dot org. W O O T E N D dot org. That's her last name, first initial dot org. Um, so definitely check her out there. Like I said, the book is also on YouTube, um, Facebook. Well, you can follow her on Facebook at Denisha L. Wooten. You can type in her name mm-hmm. and all of her page, her personal page, her business page, all of that will come up. Um, Amazon, like I said, for her book, Amazon Kindle is there as well. You can check out the iBook store um, on iTunes, Apple, and uh, go slash book, and you can definitely find her book there. Um, and to find her um, YouTube channel um, on YouTube. You can go to YouTube and put in um, Q-O-K TV. Am I right? No, I'm wrong. Q-O-A-K TV and it'll pop right up. Right. There you go. Yeah, Q-O-A-K TV. Um, and, and yeah, it'll come right on up and you'll be able to find her that way. Um, so that's, that's, listen guys, honestly, again, I'm telling y'all, go get that book. If you don't have it, get it. If you know somebody that needs it, get it, get it. It is definitely something you want to do. Go find her on YouTube and subscribe to her YouTube channel. Follow all things Denisha, all things, um, Wootenism. 
Wootenism. That's a word, Wootenism. <laughs> I thought that was cute. I like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. um, but follow all things Denisha Wooten, y'all. Facebook, Instagram, um, you know, YouTube. Go find find her, follow her, support her, push her, help keep her motivated, help keep her going. Because I will be honest with y'all, when you out here making your mark and doing things, baby, it ain't that. It's not easy. People get up here and post this stuff on Facebook and Instagram and make it look easy to be to be trying to, to, to do mm-hmm. your own thing. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It's not. Yeah. It is very taxing on your mind, on your spirit, especially when it's coming from your spirit and you're putting your heart into it. And Denisha is there definitely putting her heart into what she's doing. So support her. Definitely. Send her prayers, you know, love and light. Pass her name on to anybody that you might know, maybe looking for someone to come talk to some young girls, some youth, some teen, whatever, because they need to be hearing it now, um, uh, you know, about relationships and, and men and, and their father, if relationship, all that stuff. It needs to be discussed, and I think she would definitely be somebody you want on the platform for that. So. Most definitely. There... Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely, absolutely. And thank you so much for agreeing to be um, the last show of the season. This was an awesome show, awesome tips, awesome advice. I posted a couple of things on Facebook that that I could word it correctly. There was some other stuff I was trying to get out, but I couldn't get it right. But, <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> but thank you. It's been such a pleasure. Is there anything that you would like to leave the people with, any last thought you want to leave the people with? I mean, I definitely first let me say thank you for giving me a platform to speak on. Black Conversations is so amazing, and I definitely tell anybody to follow all things Sade as Shadon as well. You know, it's it's amazing to have a covenant relationship with a person who you know you Absolutely. just love and adore. And I can I definitely consider you like my big sister. You're so amazing and so wonderful, oh. and you know you just. You've instilled so much in me, girl. Like that, let me not get all my shame on my phone. <laughs> bottom, my bottom lip just started trembling. <laughs> but no, seriously, like the things that I've been seeing you do, do and how you're working. I mean, your vocals are amazing. Your book is she's fly. It's amazing. I mean, you got shirts out here. I, I haven't got me a shirt yet. I, like I need me a she fly shirt. Like I, 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 I mean, I got I got literally. Praise them, praise them, size medium, you know, yes. I appreciate it. I'm going to be looking forward to that, you know, but keep doing what you're doing. I mean, it's so absolutely amazing. You've had some awesome people on your show thus far, and, you know, each each person has just poured their heart out and it's still so much wisdom. So what you're doing is absolutely amazing. You know, definitely I would encourage everybody who has listened, you know, really just evaluate the people that are around them, their relationships that they're in, you know, the relationships that their friends or their loved ones are in. And, you know, definitely if you have daddy issues or parent issues to, you know, just, Look at it from their perspective that maybe they just did not know how to do it. Maybe it's worth a conversation. If you don't know them like that or you don't know them to have a conversation, you know, definitely take it to God in prayer and, you know, get get your friends, your true friends involved, you know, to help you out of that situation. I definitely just encourage everyone to keep an open mind, keep an open heart, and definitely make sure that check on your people. 
check on your people, check on your loved ones, Absolutely. check on those around you. You know, if if I could say anything in a nutshell, check on your people. Absolutely. Check absolutely. Well, absolutely. So that's some good advice there. Check on your people. Check on your people. Please check on your people. Yes. Uh, but after, so all of that, everybody, listen. Check. We're gonna leave you with again. Check on your people. Go get this mm-hmm. book. Go get this yes. book. Yes. And follow Don't all get things, it. Denisha. Yes, yes. Please go get that book. And like I said, and follow all things, Denisha. I guarantee you, that's not gonna be the the last book. I guarantee you, some more coming out before we know it. Having said all of that, it's been an absolute ball tonight. I've learned a lot. I've, I've, you know, I've enjoyed this conversation. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed yeah. this conversation. It's very eye-opening um, conversation. But until next time, y'all, again, we, this is our last show until September. Take my break and get my stuff together, get some good people yes. lined up here. We'll probably have Denisha back. Well, not probably. We will have Denisha back again. Um, and Thanks. listen, <laughs> and listen, y'all, let me just go out with this. Fly Conversations, Fly stands for all the way around finally loving yourself. And finally, and loving mm. yourself is not just, a word. It's not just a simple act. Um, I know June was supposed to be the month of self-love, and I have to say I didn't really get into it because for me, I don't see, I, I, I'm not one to subscribe to saying, well, we're going to take this month of June to do practices, air quotes, of love, self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, self-love yeah. is a daily journey. Mm-hmm. Self-love is something you never outgrow, you'll never outdo, you'll never stop doing. So for a month, you just did some acts, but you did not actually do, you have not actually, a lot of people have not actually begun self-love journeys. Um, and for mm-hmm. me, at, you know, these past, honestly, I'll be honest with you, these past couple of months, weeks, I've been kind of in a silent place almost. Um, mm. I, I, you know, I have a lot that I want to say, but I can't say. And I'm just in a silent right. mode doing a lot of self-evaluations, a lot of, you know, self, um, um, peeling back that onion on myself, going deeper into things that I may have suppressed, things that I didn't realize were there, things that I was doing and really had no no knowledge that I was doing them. And these are the things that right. self-love gets out. And so fly conversation is 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 conversation that that goes deep into actually let's talk about whatever it is. We talk about abortions. We talk about relationships. We talk about abuse. Mm-hmm. We talk about, you know, our relationships with our parents. We talk about, we talk to parents to, to get their take. These are things that everything that I've had touched on this, this platform um, since I started yeah. are things that I have encountered in some form yeah. or another. And I wanted to bring light to them because they were things that I had to grow from and grow through. Um. And so understand, you know, fly conversations, this is what we're about. We're not about sugarcoating it, holding back and making it sound cute or fancy because we want to be, you you know, we want to look right to the people. We want the people to hear us right. No, I want you to hear it wrong. Mm -hmm. I want you to hear it real. I want you to hear my heart. I want you to hear my transparency. I want you to hear my truth. And I want, and the guests that come on, I want you to hear the same about them. I want you to hear their raw, their real, their truth their transparency. 
So yep. again, the only way any of us can grow is through those transparent moments where we take back our power of saying, if these people know this about me, they're going to judge me. But guess what? I told you, so do whatever you want to do with it. Exactly. I told it. Nobody else could took the power to tell it. So I take my power and say, I've done it. So with Fly Conversations, that's what we're about around here. That's what we do. We yeah, open up, we talk, good. we get to the roots, we talk about what it is and let it be known because, for a fact, we are not the only ones that have dealt with it and dealing with it. There are people mm-hmm. out there that don't want to hear a sugar-coated version and say, well, you know, you shouldn't do this, like in, in Denisha's situation. Nobody wanted to hear, oh, well, you know, you got to make, if they put their hands on you, want to do this. No. She flat out, no. When I told her to leave and she didn't, I wanted to put my hands on her. That's what we're about. That's real because mm-hmm. somebody knows that feeling that she had at that exact, at that exact moment. Somebody somebody right. associates with that. So that's what Fly Conversations is about. So, like I said, this is our last uh, episode until September. We start season two. And so I think season one has absolutely been a great season, absolutely great season. I've had some awesome people on. Yeah. had some deep topics, um, some real topics. And next season we're going to come back with some more. We're going to come back with some more, We, you know, just real open talk, nothing sugar-coated, nothing cute or fancy, just some real kitchen counter or, or, or sofa conversation with some of your best friends is all we wanted to make it about. Yeah. That's about yes. it. So until yes. September, y'all, until September, as always, love yourself and mean it to the core. Love you and mean it when you love yourself. I love each and every one of y'all to life. Y'all enjoy y'all, yourselves. Enjoy your summer. I know the kids are uh, summer, but some of uh, us parents, we still work. But find time to enjoy hmm. your children. Find time to enjoy yourself. Find time to love on yourself. I love, love, love y'all to life. Until next time, y'all, take it easy. Love you, mean it. Later. Love. Forgive me. Shy. Shy. Fly. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.